Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast. Today, we have a special guest, David Ragoza. David Ragoza is the co-founder of Kono Pizza and has over 20 years of experience as a serial entrepreneur at all levels after spending several years in the fitness and food industries. The Kono Cone is pizza reinvented. And if you haven't tasted it yet, uh, you are in for a treat. Um, Brought over from Italy, uh, they were created to provide uh, consumers with authentic Italian pizza made from only high quality ingredients with mobility in mind. After decades of devouring countless slices of triangle or square cut pizza, American consumers are now experiencing a progressive new way to enjoy their favorite Italian dish with a menu of cones for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. So welcome, David, Thank to the you podcast. Very much for me. Thank you so for happy me. to have you. Uh, David and I reconnected again. We um, actually met as entrepreneurs in Brooklyn um, a number of years ago yeah. and then reconnected here in New Jersey. So I'm so happy to have you here Thank and you. Uh, hear about your story because when you say serial entrepreneur, David is like the definition of, of that. So I'm always inspired by him. He's always doing um, cool, fun things. And I love following his journey. So I'm um, so excited to have you here. So thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for being here. Uh, so so tell me a little bit about your background, because I, you know, I know you're um, you came here uh, as a child, right, from from Italy. So uh, my family. So my family came over um I was born here, but most of my family is from Italy, uh, or all of it's from Italy, came here to, to the States. Um, but I grew up, you know, an immigrant kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, you know, as I've gotten older, carrots really defined me and kind of where my vision and and just kind of where I am and who I am. Um, and again, you don't realize that till, till you get older. Mm-hmm. And so you moved, where, where did you uh, move to? So we, um, when my parents first came, it was a traditional, you know, Italy to Hoboken mm-hmm. to, from Hoboken to uh, Jersey City, Bayonne, and then kind of went down to uh, Monmouth County, uh, Manalpin years later. Um, we are, you know, we are one of the first, uh, I guess, uh, kids to be, to be born here. So all my cousins, my first cousins are all born in Italy. My family's all born in Italy. I have a ton of family still on my father's side, still there as well. Um, so it's, it's, you know, we've grew up in that culture and I've always, you know, kind of gone back to Italy as well. Um, and it's just something that that's really, you know, important to me now at my age and kind of got me to this journey and my partner at the Kono Pizza. I love it. And, um, you know, I'm so obsessed with Italy and live there too. Yeah. So I love anything, anything Italian. So growing up, like when you were studying and then, um, you know, sir, first started working, when was the first time or experience that you knew I am, you know, you had that entrepreneurial spirit in your blood? Was there a so, moment or? So I don't know if there's a particular moment, but I think, you know, looking back, you know, uh, my family was kind of small scale, you know, own delis, pizzeria, small restaurants. And I kind of grew up in just a hardworking seven day a week family. So it was kind of instilled of us, instilled in us to always work, work hard. Um, you know, our downtime was, you know, how my father at a construction site, me and my brother. So, you know, I always say this, tell the story is, you know, we were, I'm one of four, we're really good kids, you know, did well in school. Um, 
me and my brother would play sports, you know, in high school, for example, we played football, soccer, whatever it is. And we would get yelled at because we were at practice or at a game and not at the construction site or not at helping my parents do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, wait a second here. Like, we're not really doing anything bad here. But we would come home from practice. My buddies would go out to the local pizzeria, for example. Me and my brother would go help my father at a construction site for five, six hours um, or, you know, stuff stuff done around the house with my uncles. Um, and it just, just kind of kind of built into, again, organically just got me to this point where um, probably when I was 19 or 20 years old, um, I was okay in school. But I didn't love it, right? I kind of, kind of, hey, you know, you guys should go to school. My parents are like, all right, you know, we came to the United States. You guys should do better than us. Schooling was part of it. Um, but it was something I did. I graduated, of course, but it's something that I didn't love. Um, and I just started getting into different, you know, businesses. And at that time, um, I got involved at 23. Opened my first business was it was in the health and fitness industry. Didn't have a clue of what I was doing. Um, and, you know, years later, fast forward to I was about 30, my mentor in that business came to me and said, listen, the day you realize that this is not a hobby and it's a business, you're going to start making money in it. Because I was making a few bucks, losing a few bucks, but I really didn't know business, right? I knew the industry, but I didn't know business. And it just clicked. For whatever reason, at that point, something just clicked into me like, okay, you know, I really need to focus in on on being a business person and surrounding myself around, you know, great people um, and smarter people than me. And how do I, how do I get my future education right on the business side of it? Because I was out of school at that point. I wasn't going to go back to school. So I learned quickly on building, you know, one thing I'll say is, um, and to, to digress a little bit, in uh, college, I was a personal trainer. So I trained, and again, it was my education. I didn't realize it then, but I realized it today. I trained janitors, executives, CEOs, and it taught me how to build relationships. It taught me, I was asking them a thousand questions about business, you know, organically not realizing what I was asking, but it helped me kind of build my foundation. Um, and some of them I went back to, you know, when I started my own business, they became friends of mine. I said, listen, can you kind of mentor me and help me, um, you know, allow, you know, giving me that, those tools. And that's kind of how it happened. Awesome. And I love that that work ethic that was instilled in you and your um, siblings yep. at an early age and uh, and also surrounding yourself with um, the right people to really inspire and, and get you to the to the next level. So then in your 30s, like when did you uh, first start your own thing or, you know, invest so in something? So it wasn't until I was probably so in my 30s, I did uh, a few ventures in the health and fitness industry. Um, got into um, another another health and fitness related industry in my mid thirties. Um, we we did fairly well with that. I exited out of that. Um, probably I was like thirty seven, thirty eight years old. Kind of exit out of that. Um, and at that point, um, I realized, okay, you know, kind of what's the next venture? You know, I started uh, um, a small little boutique, you know, fund with uh, my my two other partners, and we said, all right, what are we going after at this point? You know, during that time, I was also a franchisee of another brand, so I've been ten years as a franchisee, and in, in different spaces, and I realized, all right, you know, we're making money, but I'm making the franchisor money. Time out here, I want to be the franchisor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as we sat down and we roadmap, hey, what's the next ten years look like? It was okay, let's strategically invest in different companies um, that we are in. You know, we're the founders, franchisee, franchisors uh, in that mm -hmm. space, and that's kind of how Kono Pizza uh, came about um, through that process. Um, it, it came it came about also um, my partner. So how Kono Pizza kind of mm -hmm. came about, Kara, was my partner was in Italy. He uh, was vacationing there and he came across a pizza cone. 
And he calls me up right away and goes, I found our next thing. And I found something that I think we could really uh, scale and grow and be, you know, and, and franchise it. And at first I thought it was crazy. And I'm like, all right, take a deep <laughs> breath. Cause you know, he, he's, you know, we joke around, I'm the break, he's the gas. So, you know, you need he, that yin you, and yang, right? <laughs> exactly. So that's why whoever works really well. And, yes. and uh, he's a brother, you know, he's become, you know, you know, it's funny is he is like my brother now, right? So we were business partners and now we became brothers versus the opposite. And I think that's why it works is we wasn't, we weren't best friends and became business partners. We were business partners and through that 10 year process just became best friends. And, you know, again, he, he, he's my best friend, my brother. And through that, so through that process, he reached out to me and said, listen, I found this cone. Um, I want to bring it to the States. And at that time, can I remember it's going back five years ago, about four and a half, five years ago, fast casual started popping off and people really started gravitating to fast casual. And, you know, the, the family dining change, right? It wasn't like how I grew up or you grew up where people sat down for dinner. It doesn't happen anymore. Everyone's grabbing and going one day a week. If you're lucky, you could actually sit down and eat with your family. So, you know, I saw a niche there. We're like, okay, let's let's kind of work through this, whatever. It took us about a year to figure out the uh, production of it and the distribution of it because um, we worked out a deal in Italy. So I manufacture our ovens and our cone, cones are manufactured in Italy, and I want to keep it authentic. Um, so the actual pizza dough cones are, are, again, authentic from Italy. So we had to work out a few logistics standpoint, and through that process, I also worked out um, what does the franchise look like, right? Is it brick and mortar? Is it mobile? All those kind of... Uh, phases of it. And we had launched a a brick and mortar uh, concept uh, right off the gate, kind of proofing out the concept. Um, And I quickly, not quickly, but I really, me and my partner learned that that wasn't the right model. So Kono equated as more of a grab and go, high foot traffic uh, product. So um, that's really what what it is, is you really got to put it in in the right environments. And it wasn't really a brick and mortar family coming, sitting down. Again, that was my, you know, mistake. And I say, you know, in business, you make mistakes, but you have to pivot really quickly and rip off the Band-Aid. And one thing that we realized was, hey, that was a mistake. It's It was my culture driving that, right? I'm used to sitting down and having family-style yeah. dinner, Hour right? Hour-long, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Meals with the Italians. So we really shifted gears and um, went to more of a mobile, non-traditional. And again, non-traditional to me is stadiums, universities, airports, colleges, um, mobile food trucks, trailers, um, uh, you know, other environments like that, that really started scaling the business and really started taking off. And mm-hmm. that's the space that Kono Pizza lives today and will continue to grow in is that space. Um, we are actually revisiting, um, and not to fast forward too quick, we are actually revisiting a smaller 500 square feet brick and mortar, but again, it's high foot traffic areas, universities, um, a model that we're kind of testing out to see if that works well, part of our franchise model. Mm-hmm. I love it. And the, and the product itself is made to go. I mean, it Correct. is, it is, uh, a dream for especially as a mom, you know, with kids who I give them, you know, their dinner in the backseat on the way, you know, home from uh, soccer practice. So exactly. it's uh, it's a it's such a great concept. So now you have um, franchisees in a few different states, right? So correct. We are franchised in, in, in uh, we're franchised in every state. We have franchisees in um, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, California, um, Arizona. Um, and a few other states right now we're locking in some some area development deals and, and deals with as well. So it, it's really started expanding. Uh, we have about 18 franchisees. Um, we have about uh, 15 locations. And then we have another uh, probably um, 10 what I call non-traditional. So they're in stadiums. 
um, you know, different different colleges on campus. So those are a little different structured deals. So we obviously have the franchise system that we have. We have which I call the non traditional. Um, non-traditional spaces um, that we're kind of exploring getting into. And those are the spaces that we really do well in, that our franchisees do well in. And, you know, that's the biggest thing is the one thing I say is as a franchisee for so many years, it gives me and my partner a leg up as a franchisor because I know what it takes. I've sat across the other side of the table, right? I know what the, the blood, sweat, and tears, the money, all the BS you have to go involve. So we have a model, right? If our franchisees are not making money, we're not making money. It's not about the franchisor. Organically, that's going to come. Your your guys and your girls need to be successful, right? And and that's the key is we're starting to see, you know, single unit generate uh, franchisees do a second unit, right? So they're starting to do their second unit or guys who bought five units from me open up all five of them. And that's really what, what we want, right? So I don't want, and you know, we don't want 100 franchisees with 100 units. I want 30 franchisees with 100 units. That's how I know the model will be successful and make sense and we'll continue growing that. And, and really that's what we're, we're doing on twofold is we're building a model that from a business standpoint, the franchisees can make money. But then I'm also providing on the consumer side a great product. Who doesn't love pizza? Who doesn't love fresh pizza? It's it's imported from Italy. It's to your point, Karen. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys who haven't seen it, it's a thin crust pizza dough. I want to be real clear. It's The quality is unmatched. Um, it was I like see. the best dough I've ever tasted. Thank I you, swear. I appreciate it. <laughs> it was, like, and I don't. I am actually gluten and dairy intolerant, and I went off that <laughs> this pizza <laughs> awesome. code, and it was worth every bite. And that's the key, right? It's there. it's 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 the uniqueness, yeah. it's the quality. I push the quality. The hardest thing to come across, I guess, where you're advertising or you're speaking to people is, guys, we're we're, and again, I don't, I don't knock any other brand, but we're not like another brand. We are high quality product. We're a grab and go, unique concept where you said you can throw your kids in the back. Give them cones, pizza cones, filling while you're driving to soccer practice. You can be uh, an executive coming home from the city, grabbing a cone, stalling your cell phone, right? Again, there's not many products that you typically you need two hands, but Kono, you need one hand. You're still on your cell phone. You're still hustling. That's today's world. Doing what you need to do. And again, what me and my partner wanted to do is bring a high quality, right? I didn't want to downgrade the quality to bring something quick for somebody, right? And I think that's what a lot of other concepts do is speed, 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 but you affect the quality. You know, our model is quality, 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 and speed is crucial to us, of course, without question. The cone needs to come out. Three minutes, it's hot, it's fresh, made to order, but that quality has to be there at the end of the day, right? Because at the end of the day, that is really what's going to help propel the franchisees and help propel the the system forward. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, quality speaks across your your whole company because I know you're particular also in in who you choose to be a franchisee, right? Like it's not like you'll just bring anyone on board. They have to be really a good, the perfect fit and have that high standard. Correct. So yeah. w- one thing I say is, you know, we, we, again, mistakes have been, you know, we made a ton of mistakes. Yeah. And I always say my, my, my failures have become my foundation is, you know, high, you know, it is so true when you pick that wrong franchisee and, and our attorneys always hate when we say this, but we, we call them partners, right? You're a long-term, you're a 10 year agreement with us plus options. You're a partner with us. You're not, you know, I don't look at it as a franchisee franchisor. It's a partnership. So picking that right partner is like anything right in life, husband, wife is so crucial. So, you know, in the beginning, when you're starting out, you're excited, you might've picked one or two guys or girls that, you know, weren't the right fit. Um, but you're trying to grow the brand. You're trying to grow the name. You're trying to raise cap. Um, so you do you do things you're not you know that aren't really the best for for the brand long term. And as we went down that road, we kind of hit the brakes. You know, me and my partner, and, and again, that's why we work really well with each other is because we bring two different perspectives to, to the business. We both respect each other. We both love each other. Was 
we're not selling franchises, right? So we have a model now. We are not selling franchises. We are awarding franchises. And to me, that's a big distinction. So when we speak to our development team, which are our sales guys saying, guys, we're not selling to anybody. It's a privilege to be part of our family and be part of Kona Pizza. So it's an, it's an award. We're awarding you the opportunity to do business with Kona Pizza, with us, and grow with us. And and when you have that distinction, you build that culture, it's a, it's a big difference. Um, and you know, the, on the flip side, you're turning away deals, all right? So you're a new company. You're growing. You need the revenue. But there's franchisees that we kind of shied away because they just weren't the right fit for us. And, yeah, I could have got that big check, but that's not what me and my partner wanted to do. Um, and But we knew it was right for the long-term vision, right? So, you know, I have a saying is, you know, I stole this from Gary Vee, was, you know, move quick but always with a long-term vision, right? So we still move quick, right? We're constantly developing, growing, and getting the concept better and better every day, every minute, but it's always now with the long-term vision of where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I think that's so crucial. And also, you know, I always say you're um – you know, these, these people who are out there, they're your biggest, they're your brand ambassadors. Yeah. So they're the face of your company. They're on the streets and they're the ones who are, you know, really representing the, uh, the brand uh, nationally. So, so that's huge. Um, so of course there's always pivoting. And um, was there anything that you thought you were going to do in this business that made that um, you were like, Oop, we need to make a sharp right turn or something that might've fizzled out and, yeah, of course. Absolutely. I mean, we, we've tried a lot of things. So yeah. I think the one, the biggest thing was, you know, going to a 1,500, 2,000 square foot brick and mortar location. And, you know, a few factors was, like I said earlier, was, you know, Kono Pizza is a grab and go fast casual. Um, so we didn't fit that environment. Um, the other combination was the retail world is getting crushed, right? It's just it's just not where it needs to be. The mall environment went to a few different malls, you know, uh, really good malls. But again, the mall industry with Amazon and other e-commerce really having effect on that business. The malls are dying, so we weren't getting the traffic that we needed to. So, you know, we really had to rip off that Band-Aid. So imagine selling a, a numerous amount of units to franchisees and saying, hey, guys, you know, hey, Carrie, you bought a three-pack or a five-pack unit and you opened up your first kiosk and you wanted to open up two additional ones, I have to tell you, wait, let's pump the brakes. I think we're going to be better suited long-term to go mobile and do a mobile food truck. And here's the ROI and this is how you're going to make money doing it and having that tough conversation. But I didn't want our guys to go down that the wrong path, right? I didn't want them. We could have easily shut our mouths, let them open numerous brick and mortars, kiosk in the mall, and three or four years later, possibly not be successful. But I knew that wasn't the right thing. And it was very painful, trust us, from a financial standpoint, from cash flow standpoint, from a growth standpoint, we really had to hit the brakes and say, right, we're not going after this franchisee anymore. We need the non-traditional mobile franchisee, which is a different, a little different animal than someone who wants a home-based brick and mortar location. Um, so that was one of the biggest things that we made a decision company-wise. Um, and then some smaller ones are, you know, we tried a, a, a pasta in a cone, we tried mac and cheese in a cone. And, you know, a few wins, but it just wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't Kono, right? Kono is kind of keep it simple. It's pizza in a cone. It's dessert, you know, desserts in a cone. Um, and we were kind of making it too complicated for our franchisees from an operational standpoint is getting that good quality product out there. Mm-hmm. So now you offer a variety. So you have pepperoni, chicken, are there some staple our items big, on the menu? Yeah. So our big three are pepperoni, margarita, and chicken parm. You know, those are on pretty much Yum. every... <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that's what you said. Our biggest, our biggest um, traditional cones mm-hmm. on the dessert side. It's the Nutella cone. So uh-huh. who doesn't? I grew up eating Nutella. Uh-huh. So who doesn't love yeah. Nutella and strawberries, Nutella and bananas? So to me, you know that that 
is a staple. And then from there, depending on what market you're in, depending what unit you have, and if you're a mobile or a fixed unit, your menu kind of expands from there. And that's the beauty of Kona is, you know, I call it the chameleon, right? So we have a group in Philadelphia, you know, we rolled out a Philly cheesesteak cone. We have guys in in the southern part of Texas, they wanted a, 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 an authentic cone there. We did a Tex-Mex cone for those guys. Um, and that's a beautiful thing is you can really – you know, with our testing, with our chef, with our, our kitchen, we'll kind of test it out. We'll proof out the concept, make sure that everything's lines up the way, the way it needs to line up and roll out a new product. So, again, that's where I feel myself and my partner always say is I don't want to – we don't want to be that corporate black and white, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. I want feedback from our franchisees. So if our franchisee is saying, hey, listen, can we try this type of cone? We're not oh, – nope, sorry, we're not doing it. We'll try it, right? We'll try it. We'll test it out, see if it makes sense. And, and I believe um, that, you know, in the next three to five years – the evolution of Kono is going to come not only from myself, my partner, Carlo, but also from the franchisees. We're going to mm-hmm. learn from them more than they're going to learn from us, I believe, to a degree um, in terms of the product. Because they're going to try, you know, listen, they're all entrepreneurs, right? Just like me and you are. So they're going to try new stuff, right? Some of them are going to try it with approval. Some are going to try it without approval, you know, which we, we've had. Um, and, and we're going to learn from them. You know, we're, we're going to kind of figure it out. I think that's cool, branding like the local markets and and having it be, you know, uh, custom to where their customers live. And You want a specialty cone. So what yeah. we say is, you know, every market has a specialty cone in your market. So you have your core cones, you have your core dessert, and then you have a specialty cone in that market. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to your point is, I agree, like, it, and it goes back to um, the marketing and social media aspect of it. You know, I believe that has to be organic, right? So we push from corporate, we push, you know, marketing and advertising down to the franchisees. But I tell our guys, we are not going to be successful unless you guys are successful organically doing social media, because that to me is really how it grows and, and growing it organically. And we can't do that from a, I don't believe you can do it from a corporate side. It's a different vision. I don't know, you know, that crowd in, 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 uh, uh, Dallas, Texas. I don't know that crowd in uh, parts of South Carolina, right, as well as the franchisee does. So to me, that's utmost important for them to get involved. And we push that and try to teach them to, to how to how to properly, you know, uh, work your social media feeds. And so they each have their own separate ones. So it's all sense. through us. Correct. Got we it, have a right. kind of corporate governance, mm-hmm. um, but each franchisee has their own social media feeds. We're, we're in control of those as well to make sure they're not putting anything yes. that they shouldn't put on. Um, but so we'll push our our national feeds down to those guys, but we, I want 90% to come from them, right? So it's, it's a consumer coming up. Carrie comes to the food truck. She comes to the kiosk. Uh, excuse me. She comes to, to, to the, to the store. I want, I want live action, live videos, live pictures of people trying the cone at your store. To me, that's how you're going to build followers. That's how you're going to build your, your customer base, not a generic p- you know, pizza cone that we do in our studio and send down to the franchisees, um, you know, for cone of the month, for example. Yeah, that's cool and that's good and we'll continue doing that. But to me, social media is has to be on the organic side. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. That's a great um Great plan. And I, it definitely, definitely works. And so, you know, social media is so huge right now. Um, when you started this business, what were some of the marketing avenues that you uh, went down? Uh, anything in addition to we, social? I mean, really it was, right. So let's, let's think about, you know, yeah. again, not dating myself, but going back, you know, 10, I'm 15, the same years. Age as you, so it's okay. <laughs> going back 10 or 15 years, yeah. it was, you know, 80% print and 20% social mm-hmm. media. And we didn't even know what social media mm-hmm. was, right? I'd know it. We would say the word. I'm like, like, I know what it is, but we got to do like it. Insta what? Like, exactly. 
Um, so today it's really flipped. So when we, we, we started launching Kono, we just had an emphasis on, you know, Facebook, Insta, mm-hmm. um, LinkedIn has become really big now, of course, which I've been a lot involved more so on the LinkedIn side of it, um, is just really getting those, uh, marketing pushes so, to us it's two marketing pushes. It's the franchisor getting franchisees. Um, so that's a marketing push from a corporate standpoint, but then from a consumer standpoint, the franchise units getting more customers, mm-hmm. getting more followers and getting more, you know, brand groupies, right. Yes, into, yes. into Kono yep. pizza. Um, you know, that's the key, yeah. right. So, ha- so doing that and really that to me is, is all social. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can do it any other way. Um, besides, you know, the one thing I, I want to emphasize, you know, we're putting a, a real focus on night two that coming up to 2019 is getting into the community though. So going into community centers, going into different community, uh, groups and helping them, sponsoring them. And, and that's again, from organic level, mm-hmm. really pushing, uh, pushing the concept, pushing Kono pizza, really getting them going, um, in their community, I think is crucial. Again, that goes with social media, but also just getting involved in your community and making sure the community knows who you are. Uh, the worst thing I hate is if I go into a location in the local chamber of commerce, the local BBB, um, or any big group kind of doesn't know Kona pizzas. I tell our guys like, how are we not getting involved, helping out, you know, at any level with that, whatever that could be. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I didn't realize that you are B2B and B2C, like you have, you know, business to business and then business to consumer. Yep. So you have a, you know, two part marketing strategy. Yep. So, um, good for and, you. And those are different, right? Those, <laughs> yeah, those are different. They're different. So, but it's like a whole, you know, two separate strategies. I mean, in one, but at the same time you have two different markets that you are, um, you know, trying to reach. Um, so, um, you know, another thing I always ask is, um, you know, building this brand, I know you've built other brands in the past. Um, and you're always learning. I'm always learning every day from everyone I meet. Yeah. Um, anything you've learned about yourself from this most recent venture? Um, I think one of the, one of the biggest things I learned was, you know, how hard, you know, not that we didn't put a focus on emphasis on our other businesses, but this, you know, I say, you know, uh, you know, me and my partner both have three kids. This is my, my, uh, fourth baby, um, which my wife doesn't like to hear, but it's my fourth kid. And, and just having that focus where you're really locked in and, you know, as a group and as a team, you know, uh, me and my partners, we're really locked in, um, to this, to this, this, this whole process and really taking a brand to the next level. Right. Because, you know, as I, as I go back, you know, I was part of a franchise system. So, you know, there was kind of brand awareness, you know, we're bringing a new concept, not only bringing a new concept, we're bringing a new way to eat pizza that no one's ever ate before. So there has to be such a focus and an emphasis on driving that and getting the word out mm-hmm. and educating doing, people on that edu- new concept. Great right word. Too. Exactly. Yes, educating yes. people on, Hey, what Kono pizza is. And mm-hmm. listen, it's not ice cream cone. It's not a waffle cone with pizza in it. It's traditional thin crust pizza dough. It's not a bread dough. It's really something that we really focus in on and bring that quality is just educating those people is a great word. Um, so that's a lot of what we do is just just mm-hmm. having that that hammer constantly saying we have to focus on that. Um, so I've learned to really um, block out the noise as, mu- you know, as much as I can now. And I've really focused in on, on you know, the core business. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm such a fan of uh, Kono Pizza, like I said, and so um, I think you guys are doing such an amazing um, job building the brand. Um, but I also want to talk about you as an entrepreneur because I know you do so many things to find inspiration, um, and you're involved in in different organizations and um, networks. Yep. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you find inspiration from um, you know other entrepreneurs and? Um, Things that you're involved with, yeah. So, so I, I really, I, I have an earning, uh, I, have a, I have a desire to 
to constantly educate and learn, right? I'm always looking to learn. I'm always constantly reading, listening to podcasts. Um, you know, how do I get better? And through that process, I've became, and LinkedIn's a great tool, you know, I became friends with a lot of, you know, high-level executives, entrepreneurs, and kind of learn from them. And just going in humble, saying, listen, I don't know it all. You know a lot more. You've you've been down the road I want to go. So, hey, you know what? Can, can you help me out? And um, I've actually reached out to other franchisors, um, that are uber successful and just kind of called them up and I, you know, won't mention names, but they're, 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 they're national, international brands and the executives and CEOs were humble enough to meet me and kind of open up their playbook and say, hey, listen, this is how, these are our bumps in the road that we had. This is how we got to where we're at. We're a thousand, 2000 units open. Um, we've sold our companies. Um, we're really successful. And I just believe you, you have to keep your eyes open and have those conversations. And through that process as well is, um, I've gotten involved in, helping early stage entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that are kind of flatlined and kind of need their inspiration is with the Avante Entrepreneur Network mm-hmm. that I that that we started and I became partners with uh not partners with became uh part of the group um with them as well for New Jersey is really starting, you know, that that group and talk about inspiration is just sitting down with other entrepreneurs, right? Early stage guys who are starting out just really trying to start uh, their business and really I'm getting energy from them because I remember what it was like when I was sitting in their seat, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, you know, y- you learn every day, right? By speaking to different people, me and you speak, mm-hmm. of course. And, you know, I learn things from you. You learn things from me. And it's just having that open mind when you when you start a conversation is, you know, there's no, I say, there's no agenda, right? And that was mm-hmm. one thing we were talking about mm-hmm. with Avante is there's no agenda there, right? I don't really need to do it. I love to do it. I like to do it. Um, it's something that drives me and it gives me inspiration as well uh, to, con- to continue growing. And it's a great group of, of people with uh, with Avante. Um, you know, it's 100 plus. There's eight chapters now. So it's it's just having the network myself to go back and speak to someone in New York, in Toronto, in Pennsylvania. Hey, you know, some of my guys have challenges. I have some challenges, you know, in what we're doing. Does this make sense for you? And just having that network um, to continue, you know, growing is is, is, is crucial. Mm-hmm. So um, I know there's a um, process. So you have uh, entrepreneurs and business owners right now, and it's starting up soon, right? So yep. they can um, go to Avanti um, uh, Entrepreneur Network. Yep, AvantiEntrepreneurNetwork.com. Yep. Um, and- they can find us on Facebook, Instagram. You can put your information in for New Jersey. Um, reach out to me. Um, we can kind of help help you, you know, build that. So we're, we just launched our first group Um uh, here in New Jersey, in, in uh, Bellworks, Holmdel, New Jersey, um, we're we're launching there. Um, we're gonna have groups once a month. Uh, peer groups are once a month. Every other month, we're doing um, kind of a more of a regional uh, regional meeting as well um, to help again build with the networking aspect of it and kind of get you involved with other different entrepreneurs and talking about different challenges. Um, and then every year we're going to do a kind of a national one that'll have every chapter come to it. It'll be like a three day event, um, that we'll put on for everybody. So it's just something to give back, right? Again, there's nothing, again, there's no agenda carry, just mm-hmm. something that helps me grow, helps me learn, helps me with Kono pizza, right? So through that process, you know, I met one or two, not from my New Jersey chapter, from other chapters that could help me, uh, expand Kono Pizza and hey, you know, whether it's distribution, social media, you know, so we're talking and that's how the collaboration kind of comes about, right? So that's how we're talking, hey, how do you grow, uh, you know, your business and so forth. And again, you have to be humble enough to, to realize, hey, I, I don't know it all, right? So I know what I'm good at. And that's I've come with age, I've realized I'm a little more patient than I used to be when I was my 20s and my 30s. And also know what you're good at and and surround yourself around the right people who, who you know, are your weaknesses. Mm. 
Uh, that's, that's such a great idea. And I think that uh, if there was something around when I was starting my business <laughs> five years ago, um, I would have been like all over it. But uh, I think it's it's so key because people are, you know, at, in some positions, especially when you're at the top or you're the founder or the CEO, you really, you know, have uh, it's hard to find those people to talk to in a safe space and really, um, you know, throw out ideas and get feedback that um, are so important to to growth of the brand. So And, and listen, you actually has raised another great point it is is just that right mm-hmm. that aspect of it you know even for me right even the, you know everyone's like oh you know you're super busy why do avante is it, it the, just the ability to speak to other you know entrepreneurs and again you know our our circle and people don't may not realize this is, as an entrepreneur there's not many uh, out there. There's not many successful out there or people are grinding. So just to be able to speak about different challenges, different ideas, um, and just listen to people to me is crucial. So it also, it's also given me the ability to reach out and speak to other entrepreneurs and say, Hey, listen, I'm thinking about doing this for Kono pizza. Does this make sense? Or I'm thinking about doing this. So, you know, I've always had my partner, which is awesome because we've always been a springboard and bounce off each other, me and Carlo, but it also now gives me a, a third, fourth, fifth different perspective on something we think about doing, um, which to me is crucial on, and to continue to grow, right? So just listening for somebody else that, hey, did you ever think about doing this way? I'm like, holy crap, I didn't, you know, because mm-hmm. you're so, you know, I say yeah. you're, you're in the jar, you're not outside of the jar, right? So you can't read the label outside of the jar. And sometimes you just need to read the label and someone outside can can do that and help you. Um, so so that that's really been been huge. And anyone who's looking to kind of come come aboard and be part of the group, that's one of the things you'll get is just different perspectives, different ideas from other people to help you continue growing and building your business. And um, there's enough to go around for everyone, right? And that's why I tell mm-hmm. everyone if someone's like, you know, you give away your secrets, you're not giving away anything, right? Yeah. I say this, you know, you know, not to flip it, but sports right football bill belichick he can give me and you that playbook doesn't mean we're going to be uber successful like he is right that playbook is just that it's just a playbook you need the team you need the dedication you need the you need the culture you need all that to be successful so i'm going to give you my playbook that doesn't mean anything and listen i believe in karma you know if i give you with no expectations it'll come back at some point it'll come back to me at at what level who knows but you know that's been the 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 driver again as i've kind of gotten my next phase of my life is I have my business focus, Karen. I have my family mm-hmm. focus, but I also want to put a focus. My third focus is really trying to give back, you know, to, to the world, to the community, mm-hmm. to entrepreneurs. Because again, like you said it earlier, we didn't have that, right? I, I messed up more than I was successful. Mm-hmm. Right? We didn't have those opportunities to say, hey, can I call this person? Can I talk to this person? So to, to have that ability to kind of help other people, and not that I have the answers all the time, because quite honestly, mm-hmm. I don't, but we have the network to kind of help yes. out is, is important. And you can tap into, like you said, the other Avanti um, groups yep. in other states and uh, chapters, which is uh, such a cool, such a cool thing. So I think it's awesome. And I think uh, it's going to be really uh, successful here in uh, Bellworks. Awesome. You know? Thank you. So, um, and so um, speaking of, you know, the future, um, what is your plan? I know that's kind of a cliche question. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? But do you see Kono taking over um, in every state um, internationally? Or So I break it up, you know, in, in, to me, I break it up in, in two, right? So from, from, you know, three to five years from a personal standpoint, you know, I definitely want to have – because uh, I'm so locked in, you know, I, you also got to take care of yourself, right? So I want to have definitely focus on more time in myself, in my continued education, my continued learning, uh, staying healthy, you know, doing all those things so I can be locked in and 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 
uber successful in what I do, right? Because you have to have, it's the yin and the yang, right? You need that personal balance. And everyone's just like balance, throw it out the, <laughs> at the window. I agree, but you still have to have a focus on it. So to me, from a personal standpoint, that's something I'm focusing on definitely for 2019 is carving out time to constantly educate, learn, go to more conferences, more seminars, learn from more people, mm-hmm. more than I have been. And then from the Kono Pizza standpoint, um, you know, it's really, I want, you know, in the next year to have 30, you know, 30 uh, units open, sell an additional 50 units on top of that, um, continue growing the non-traditional business. Again, the stadiums, airports, universities, colleges. I think it's a huge opportunity mm-hmm. there for us as we continue to grow. And we've seen we've seen the growth in this small university that we're in currently right now are doing really well. Um, but it's really, you know, seeing that and and continuing growing it. And I really believe, you know, myself, my, my, my partner when we started this is um, and not that we're the same, but we could be the next McDonald's, right? We could be the next Starbucks because the reason why I say that is, A, who doesn't love pizza? B, our quality is, I'll put it against any any pizza company in, the, in this country. And then C, I look at, I call, again, I call Kono the chameleon is we're building models where you can really scale this to a brick and mortar, to a mobile food truck, mobile trailer, to a non-traditional stadium, university, airport. So if you look at all those avenues that you can really grow Kono, it can get to a thousand, two thousand units, right? In the next five years. Again, being realistic, I'm not saying we're doing five, you know, a thousand a year, but it can get to those levels to be Uber successful and be really, be really good, uh, really a high level company. And I believe that it can, and our franchisees can continue growing. A lot of other brands are kind of stuck, right? You're either brick and mortar, a brick and mortar, or a mobile. You're, it's rare that you're both. We figured out from some proprietary stuff that we do, our ovens, our cones, how to play in that in all phases of that world, right? So we're brick and mortar, we're non-traditional, we're mobile. Not many brands can do that, so that's why I feel like we really can. We really can grow. Um, you know, grow that business. And, you know, we have a great team. At the end of the day, you know, we're a small team, but we're a great team. It's not uh, myself. It's not just my partner. Um, we have other uh, uh, partnerships that we have that have helped us scale. I have great, great operations people that have helped us grow the business. And, you know, there's a huge shout out for those guys too, because they, you know, obviously they never get enough mm-hmm. uh, for that. But it's never, listen, I say this, right? If you can look at the top, I don't care if it's Apple, Microsoft, you may see Steve Jobs or Bill Gates, but it's not just them, mm-hmm. right? It's it's, it's ten other people team. exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, continue building that team out, of course, um, as well as crucial for us bringing the right team players um, from a strategic standpoint. We need to do that, but it's just continue growing it. But um, I believe. You know, Kara, honestly, that, again, Kono Pizza will be, you know, next three to five years, it's going to be the same, you know, same as, hey, let's go to our local Starbucks or let's go to our local uh, uh, Five Guys, you know, burgers, whatever. It's going to be the same, same concept uh, in terms of growth. Um, and, you know, we're going to be here to stay. Mm-hmm. I love it because it's you can actually get your, pe- cone, your pizza in a cone and then you get your dessert cone. So it's yep. really like you're definitely – I mean, I would definitely buy two cones at every, every – uh, Every time. <laughs> so it's, it's fantastic um, menu. So I, um, you know, I always ask as far as giving advice to other entrepreneurs, you know, what would you say to someone looking to um, get into the business or start their own thing? Um, but I think you touched upon it before, like you literally called up owners of these yep. franchises 
And um, I remember when I wanted my business so badly, you know, I just like no fear, like you had to want it so bad <laughs> that you would literally pick up the phone and have, you know, just be like, hey, I need advice. Can you help me? And um, really do whatever it took to make your dream a reality. So and you're going to get those no's, right? So that's another of course, thing. Be, yes, exactly. It's you're not easy is what I'm saying. Exactly. It's like, it's not easy. Um, and you really have to like go all in. So um, that was just a great example that you yeah. gave before. For, but anything else you would would offer to aspiring entrepreneurs? The other thing is is whatever industry you want to go into, whatever business you want to go into, is get involved in that business, right? So it's mm -hmm. that patience aspect of it. The challenge is again when you're 20, 30, you you have less of it, but really take year one, two, three years. How long does it take? And really don't even put a timetable on just get into that business, right? So if you're looking to, hey, I'm looking to podcast, right? I'm looking to start my own company. Actually do it, right? So many times I talk to franchise uh, franchisees, I speak, talk to, to entrepreneurs and they're trying to get into a business and they never, they've spent a month or, oh, you know, I do it part time. You're not doing it, right? Get into the business, do it for a year, two years, get your feet wet, understand the good, the bad and the ugly, right? And every business that has it, you know, get into that aspect of it and really make sure that this is what you want to do because it has to be, again, it has to be part of, that's what people mean, I realize is, when you're, and again, there's nothing wrong with it, but when you're an employee, you can check out, right? You're done nine to five or whatever your schedule is, weekends you're off. You're not worried about paying the bills, paying the electric, doing all the other aspects of it. When you're an entrepreneur, you have to be involved in all those aspects. You know, there is no days off. You know, I remember, you know, being yelled at because when I'm on vacation, I'm answering emails and calls because I'm growing a business, right? And, and, you know, and I would say like, listen, it's just like raising a kid. Is there any off time when you raise a kid? No, no, it's 24 seven. It's 24 seven. So it's <laughs> yes. the same thing. So it's it just is. making sure they understand that that's the, the dedication they need and really mm -hmm. getting into it. Yeah. A lot of sacrifice in the first few years. So great advice, David. Thank you. Um, and so of course we always end our brand groupies podcast with the brand groupies challenge. Um, you know, if Kono pizza were a song, uh, what song would it be? <laughs> <laughs> so this is more of a, of a, I think a combination of Kono yes. pizza and myself, but, and, and, uh, my partner, whatever, yes. is um, Jay-Z, Can't Knock the Hustle. Uh-huh. Um, Love it. That's a great one. We haven't had that yet. That's me. You know, okay. it's just me and my partner. We just, we will out-hustle. Again, yes. I always say is we may not be the, uh, today we may not be the smartest in the room, but tomorrow we will be because we're going to hustle and learn mm -hmm. and get better at it than you, right, at the end of the day. So yeah. it's just having that that humble beginning. You know, again, my partner, uh, he is a true immigrant, you know, 14 years old, came here from Italy. Um, he, you know, I get inspiration from him as well, right? He's, he's a brother, he's a best friend of mine. You know, we inspire each other, but it's just having that, when I call that immigrant mindset is having that hustle mindset because there's nothing given to you, right? And when you see the other side of the, of the world and, and the challenges they have and just putting food on the table and you're here and, you know, you're going to Starbucks five times a week or my kids say, hey, can we go to Starbucks? But, you know, family members that I have in Italy, you know, are, are lucky to have a cup of coffee, that's that hustle, right? That's an immigrant mindset that it's, listen, you know what, there's, you know, my, I remember my father saying this is just, listen, I, you know, I brought you guys here to have a better life, you know, in, in an Italian, basically said it with some curse words, but, you know, you better do better than me, right? You guys better kick ass, right? There, yes. there is no, yes. there's no gray area, you know? So yeah. me and my brother, my sisters, you know, we, we, it just kicked into us. Like, you know, we just all hardworking, no yeah. had no choice, whatever. So to me it, it is, you know, Kona pizza can't knock the hustle. It's just, we're going to out hustle everyone. Mm -hmm. 
you know, me and my partner's lives. We just can out hustle everybody. Yeah, I love it. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for um, telling us about your story. Yeah. And now I really want a pizza cone. <laughs> so tell us, it is um, KonoUSA.com? KonoUSA.com. K-O-N-O. USA.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also can find us on Facebook and Instagram, the original Kono Pizza. Yep. Um, you can find us on any of those uh, social social handles as well. Um, you can find us also on LinkedIn, um, myself, David Ragosa. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. But um, just come check it out. Come to the website. You'll see different events. If you tr- start tracking our franchisees, they post yeah. their events on their uh, Facebook feeds. So you can see a month's worth of where the trucks are going to be. If it's an inline store, for example, you'll see the hours on the store as well. Um, and we're just, we're just continuing growing. Great. Awesome. Well, congratulations on such a successful brand that you're thanks, rocking. So thanks again. Awesome. Thank you. Hustle.